You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Program, a pertinence uh, punctuated, and alhamdulillah with the pertinence uh, punctuated, uh, we have our first segment uh, done by none other than Sheikh Shreya Baida, a Madina University graduate. He is an alim, he's also an astute businessman, and uh, someone uh, that uh, is the imam of the uh, Musalla at Sales, uh, that is in Durban, uh, Mahatma Gandhi Boulevard. He's also a radio personality, and uh, you know he does a lot of uh, lecturing and uh, beautiful humanitarian work. Shakshay Maida, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Jazakallah Khair for joining us on your segment of Pertinence of Punctuated. How are you doing this evening, Ya Sheikh? Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh to my uh, brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners of Malik Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah wal Jamaa. Alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. Allah is blessing us. Although we've seen Shafa, the rain coming and causing some destruction. And yes, we know Allah can bless you with rain. You need water to run your life every day and our bodies. You know, the big portion of it is water, which means the same water that is running as if Allah wills, it can benefit us. And if Allah wills, he can use it for destruction. We know about Nuh Ali, Salat Wasalam and his people. It was the same water they're using to cook, same water using to bath and the rest of that. And one day Allah decides, I'll use this water to destroy you. May Allah protect us and save us and do not use this rain as a means of destruction for us, but bring this rain as a means of barakah and good health and good spirit to all of us, inshallah. Shah. You know, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, in excess in anything is not good. Uh, or it's uh, detrimental to us. Excess of wealth, excess in uh, overindulging in eating, uh, you know, excess in uh, many other things. If you in, indulge, uh, you can really go off. And the same with uh, Mother Nature. If it's not in balance and the mizan is not right, I mean, sometimes you see a cloud coming out, oh, there's rain, and it starts raining incessantly for days and ends and months. And then uh, you have uh, this uh, type of problem where a blessing that looked apparent can turn out to be a curse, Sheikh Shreya And you brought in uh, that scenario so beautifully. Bless you for that. And then, uh, you know, you and I always on your segment, we're looking uh, for inspiration from the noble Quran. And, you know, when you look at this inspiration, it already takes you into the oceans of knowledge. And there's so much to discuss, uh, Sheikh. And, uh, you know, Allah bless you for bringing uh, that uh, segment uh, it, which is so important in our lives about the Allah, the Rasul, uh, that you know we can uh, share with you. Now you know, Sheikh Shoy Maida, when you look at Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, you know He will guard His uh, revelation. We're talking about the Noble Quran, in spite of the you know the cavils of all the unbelievers. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is the source of all things, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, you know, He knows His own people whom He will gather to Himself. And you know, Sheikh, when you look at how evil. You know, uh, you know, it arose uh, through the pride of Iblis, uh, to whom a respite was uh, granted in the Noble Quran. We read the story for a period of time, but neither fear nor evil, you know, affect uh, these who receive Allah's uh, message. So when you get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's me- uh, message, Sheikh Shreya Maida, we are looking at immunizing ourselves from the whisper of shaitan, from the deceit of shaitan, and to, uh, you know, from falling into trap into the world of uh, uh, concomitants of evil. Talk about the scenario that if you are far away from the Quran and you're not connected to the Quran, the shaitan can run a mock, Shaykh Shreya Maida. 
Oh, no, definitely, Shafa. You must remember, if you wake up in the morning without any purpose, you know, just to give a good example of that, it means your whole day will mess up, will be run around by shaitan, mocking you, getting you on this side, that side, that at the end of the day you come back with nothing, only evil. And uh, what I mean by that, Shafa, there is Fajr in the morning, which is a focus and uh, actually starting point for a believer. And if you didn't wake up for Fajr, you didn't read Fajr Salah, definitely expect the unexpected because Shaitan is on a guideline for you to show you what is wrong and make you do it. But if you wake up in the morning, Shaf, you start with Salah to Fajr, you know, then you ask Allah, Allah, thanks for the blessing of keeping me alive. You remember, Shaf, uh, asleep is as well as dying. You know, it's a training that uh, we going to die one day. So you wake up in the morning, you thank Allah Ta'ala, say, Alhamdulillah, illadhi ahiyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi nushur. Say, you know, thanks and praise are due to Allah Ta'ala, who's given me back life after that life was taken away to me. Wa ilayhi nushur. And this is the same pattern on how Qiyamah is going to be run. We go down and we be awoken up and then we have to actually uh, be rewarded based on our actions. And then when you start on that day, and you make dua and say, Allahumma aftah yawmana hadha bil khair. Ya Allah, open this day for us with a lot of khair. Wa khitimuha lana bil khair. And actually, the conclusion of the day is what concluded the best out of us. Wa rizukna fiha min jami'il khairat wa barakatil mawjuda fi adhan yawm. And sustain us from the best, all the best of the barakah and all the khair that has been actually subscribed to be given to you, save us on this day. So give us the best of that. And then you start on that day on that note sharp, then you are done. And remember from there, you have a little bit of time after your fajr. Read the Quran, recite the Quran as a guide us. Say, Allah, show me the way. I just want to read at random, just want to pick up something and learn from there. Shaf, your day will start a fresh one. And number two, your day will have a lot of blessings and barakah. Whatever you get on that day will be the blessing that Allah has put forward for you. And you will not jump and squeeze the button to make zulum to another person because you know what you've done in the morning and you know what you've asked Allah in the morning and you know what is your guideline for the morning and you know where you're heading to in the evening. You're going back again to another day. So you don't want to go in that situation where you go in, in a death mode where you've done something wrong that is despicable. You want all the time when you go into that death mode, which is sleep, you, to count your blessings all together and look back and say, yo, I did something wrong. Yeah, Allah, before I take this death mode, please forgive me and pardon me. I don't want to go into that mode, switch into that mode while I have a lot of things hanging in me. In case, yeah, Allah, you don't want me to get back this life again, then I know there's trouble. So I want to remove all uh, those suspicions of trouble and all those elements of, of disbelief that I brought up during the whole day before I could sleep, please forgive me. So that's how we should be doing, Shaf. So the same way, as you said, if you do not have guidelines, you know, you do not have the Quran as a guideline, then shaitan runs amok because simply what we've been discuss, uh, discussing now, it shows you that it's all the light from Allah, as you said, we will be and obey the Rasul. And actually we inside uh, the guideline and we're sitting in the light and in the compound of mercy and rahmah of Allah. So if Allah decides that my servant has to come back home, definitely sharp, you have a good package that sends you a smelling of fragrance of atar, which is a, 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 a rayhan and, a, and the rest of that mask. You have all that going back to Allah, and there's no any impurities on you, spiritually as well as physically, because you remember, uh, cleanliness is part of godliness. We say that, Taharat is a big part of your, your face. So definitely you make sure you're in, in a state of taharat, and definitely you make sure your soul 
your roof is nourished accordingly and which means physically you are ready to take anything sharp. You know, Heira, Yashek, and as you said, uh, sleep is a twin sister of death. And, you know, so many of us are taking for granted that each day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the lease of life so that we can punctuate our lives with more good deeds. And unfortunate are those uh, that every day when Allah gives them a lease of life, that they, uh, you know, imbibe evil upon evil till the entire soul in, is engulfed with the darkness, veils upon veils. And when they go to the next world, they regret every second, yeah, yeah, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, Shab. You don't uh, regret when you go to the next world. You start regretting now. Because there comes a time where actually life closes in on you, where you cannot do anything. And now you start feeling the pinch of all the bad deeds and the evils that you've been doing. You know, sometimes you find people, I'm not saying it happens to, uh, to everyone. Sometimes you find uh, things like this happening to somebody who's very evil and they get involved in an accident and actually they sit on that uh, sick bed for about a month, not eating, not feeding, still breathing. So they must pay back for some of those sins. And you find somebody shot with bullets 50, 70 times. People die immediately with one bullet. And you find somebody 30 bullets, they'll still have a life to stay for another five, 10, six hours just to feel the pain at the pinch of that. You've seen that. Not everybody. But those that believe when these things happen to them, it's actually a rahmah, a ni'mah for Allah to so show us that, you know, there is everything that happens according to Islam. But in this case, the other side, the pain comes with the squeezing of the angels to say, you have been thinking you, you know it all. You have been thinking you know it all. So now uh, bring your muscle, show yourself that you're better than anybody. You're better than Allah. Now bring yourself back to life. So these things happen, Shab. So definitely we need to be doing things right and actually growing in life. You know, if you wake up in the morning, remember Allah has given another lease to life not to go and do nonsense or not go uh, and rob other people, not to go and start backbiting, not to go and forget uh, your purpose of living, which is uh, worshipping Allah, who's what are doing about it. As Allah has mentioned, that the purpose that have created human beings and jinnat is only the sole reason of uh, worshipping me as the creator. So don't forget that purpose. And bear in mind that life, as we're saying, is just a, uh, it's, it's, it, there's no guarantee in life. There's no guarantees. You know, we can be talking now, next thing, this earth can just swallow us while we're talking and we're gone. And people just say the quietness, but there are people talking on the radio. What's wrong with the radio? We're all gone already. You know, that's what life is all about. So we must always be prepared that, you know, at any moment, you know, the terminator of joy can come and I just, just cut our life. We're in the middle of, uh, uh, you know, happiness and the rest of that following this dunya. And so we must be uh, actually uh, grounded in that sense sharp way by, you know, you must have your priorities in place, knowing that I've done what is right. And the rest is when Allah comes, when Allah sends his angel, at least I need to go with salam. Jazakallah, Sheikh. And, uh, you know, as we are really uh, inspiring us from the noble Quran. And, you know, I was just looking at, uh, you know, uh, the paradox of how, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives his uh, messages. And I want you to focus on this, uh, Sheikh Shoemaida. You know, you recall that the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Ibrahim alayhi salam was conveyed by the same messengers, uh, Sheikh Shoemaida, by the same messages that were sent to destroy the people of Lut alayhi salam for their unspeakable crimes. You know, evil brought its uh, retribution also on uh, the companions of the uh, of the wood. You recall that too, and of the uh, rocky tracks, Al-Hijr. And uh, there's it, Ibrahim alayhi salam being given uh, glad tidings, you'll have a son and uh, so forth and this and that. And at the same moment, 
the same angels that are giving him that uh, glad tiding are telling him about, hey, we've come to destroy the people of Luther. And, uh, I mean, that uh, dist- uh, disturbed uh, Ibrahim a.s. because uh, Luther a.s. was his nephew. Uh, Sheikh, uh, your, your comment? No, no, definitely. You know, Sheikh, that's the reality of life. Let's put it in that way, Sheikh. Uh, first, uh, you must remember we're human. And Lord has created us human and at the same time sent us with a message to guide other mankind. You know, as you heard of Anabisha Salam telling us, please, you have to spread the message of Islam, even if you know only one ayah from the Quran. So exactly, Shab, when it came to Ibrahim, Salam, uh, being given good news of a son who's going to be a pious son, you know, at this old age, and then it's the other way around says, but also we give giving news that we are going, we are going after uh, the Kaum Lut, you know. We're going to destroy those people because of their mischief. That tells you that Allah ties really is, is, is great. And then he, he, he raised his consent, said, but no, my if he's there, my family is there, so no, your family will be safeguarded with the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So actually, you know, every way it happens, that even look at Nuh Ali Salat was sharp, just to give another example. His son was among us, them mocking him to say, no, how can you tell us to put an act? But it was there reasonable. You know, imagine Shafa in the middle of somewhere in, uh, in Joburg or maybe in Rustenburg, somebody telling you, let's put up an act. You know, this world is going to, uh, to be filled with water. I mean, in that part of the world, Shaf, you sit back and say, what is happening? Only if Allah has blessed you with understanding of uh, spiritual uh, knowledge that is there and your trust in this person that is talking to you, listen, something's going to happen. That's when you pull back to say, uh-uh, you know, this gentleman or this man, what he's saying, he is not insane. He's quite okay and everything is fine. There's nothing that we can pick up to say something is wrong with him. What he's saying is the right thing. So even if I have to go and contribute 10 to 2 hours only, just to give time to that part and do my other things, at least I'm doing my duty because this is going to happen for real. Because this person is inspired from someone. So that's what uh, the people missed out on that case. And the same with... Uh, Ibrahim Alayhi so when he got this, actually, he was worried because there were some other people that are doing good there as well, you know, despite not having full knowledge of what was going on. But uh, definitely, when this moment came in sharp, destruction was done, good news was given, and the world still runs up today sharp. But still, you must remember where Allah Ta'ala destroys, you will always leave a symbol and a sign that people that have eyes, they must come and see to say, this is what happened. So we're talking about Israel, but where there's a part that is polar shelf, you can just sink in there and you disappear for good. And they don't mention about these things, so don't say anything much about these things because simply they know that uh, the end result of what they're doing now to the Palestinians and everybody around the, around the world definitely is going to come back biting them sharp. Absolutely, and you know, when you look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the mercy, and you know, how he's made us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, highlights uh, the gift that he has given to us in the Noble Quran, that he furnished, uh, you know, a, 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 a criterion for judgment between right and wrong in his revelation which teaches us the true significance of our eternal future, Sheikh Shreem Maida. And uh, those who, uh, you know, who do not see that the, criteria, uh, that the criterion will be full of uh, woe when the, the judgment comes uh, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, full of uh, warning and so forth, are those uh, that have lost in uh, the contrast of, uh, you know, the uh, shade of the sun and the day and night, uh, life and death, and uh, the whole ordering of the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, creation. A uh, man may, you know, learn from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, most gracious, most merciful, 
the virtues of righteousness and respond, uh, you know, how to care for each other, how to care for the uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, how to be a proper vicegerent of God, someone that is appointed as a vicegerent of God on earth, and how to behave. Look at the, uh, so, uh, you know, these um, shaitania forces. Uh, look at these uh, people murdering and maiming uh, innocent babies. Uh, look at these uh, other forces that uh, manufacture bombs of destruction, killing humanity, putting humanity to misery and all this. What type of individuals are these? Because Allah said, I made you the vicegerent on earth. I made you someone that will know the criterion between right and wrong. These are people that are captured by shaitan. They don't even know what is right and wrong. They just want to bring misery, 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 and do the wrong things and justify the wrong that they're doing, Sheikh. Your comment? No, no, definitely, Shaf. You must remember, um, I'll, I'll bring you back uh, to the creation of our father, Adam, alayhi salatu wasalam, you know. When Allah did mention to the angels, all of them, post-Judoli Adam, you know, bow before Adam as a gratitude to the one that have created Adam, not as a worship to Adam. You know, all the angels went to uh, Sajda, Inla Iblis, except for one who is the devil, Iblis. You know, Abba was stuck by our canon al Kafirin. He refused and actually he showed arrogance. He was among us, the one that rejected, you know, the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But now remember, after that, he was actually uh, taken out of there and uh, to say, now you move because you are the cursed one. And remember, he did ask Allah, I say, Allah, allow me respite, you know, give me some powers so that I can actually deviate all your people away from there. And Allah said, sure, you get that. But you must remember you and whosoever is going to follow you, I'm going to fill you up in Jahannam, all of you. I won't leave anybody. So definitely, as you say, there's Hezbollah and Hezbollah Shaitan. This is uh, clearly Hezbollah uh, Shaitan, where actually they don't think of anybody. They think they're the only human beings. You know, we are the, uh, what we call, we are the chosen one, God's chosen people. You know, and uh, the question is, Shaf, you look at what is happening today. God's chosen people are sleeping in tents. They're scared of mouth. And the people they're killing in Palestine, they're ready to take death at any time. You know, Allah says, give them an example. If you say, yes, you are the true God-chosen one, Fataman Naul Maut, get a wish, a death wish now. Wish for you to die yourself, because definitely, if you do not die, there's no way you're going to meet Allah and see the blessing and the mercy that Allah has got kept for you. Tell them that, child. Take a death wish. They will never do that. That's why they have to get uh, bombs and everything from America. I mean, you're fighting a group that you call disorganized with weapons coming from America, from Britain, you know, the whole washing to destroy a small uh, area like Gaza. And 100 days, they see they haven't done anything. What they've done the most, most achieved is killing babies, women, and children, and the elderly, and the sick, you know, destroying hospitals. It tells you, Shaf, that really Shaitan is an enemy to us, as Allah said, Inna shaitan alakum Shaitan to you is an enemy. We have to treat shaitan as an enemy, which uh, calls us back to say, you know, we were talking uh, before about a boycotting the products. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Fanta, Nestle, mention the rest of that. Let's carry on doing that. It will bite them the most. You know, and another one, the good one, Chef, if you have some cash, if you can draw it where it's safe, draw out your cash, and do all your transactions in cash, then using those cards, read the cards to see there. Because every time you're swiping, they're making money out of it and still killing of our brothers and sisters and nephews, little children in Palestine. So draw out your cash, keep one side and start transaction in cash. 
you see how they're going to jump, how, the, how they're going to start crying, as it is the crying already, although we are drifting back to supporting them again. I know I heard that one uh, place, Sharp uh, Bice, one by saying, hey, you know, uh, you know, for me, you know, you know, when it comes to that biryani, it doesn't go well without a cock, you know, which means there's a weakness in getting the cock. You know, mm -hmm. legalizing, supporting them in the sense of actually uh, using biryani as an excuse. You know, don't use biryani as an excuse. Biryani is the best food, beautiful food. If you drink water with it, it will go well still because it's the best meal. It tastes so good. So not only Coca-Cola was made for biryani. Don't put that in your mind. Let's try and track them down, cut them down from the smallest things like chappies, sweets, whatever is made by them, cut it out completely and you will see uh, the big empire crumbling down because for them is this dunya that is money. As I said, that Allah challenge them, say, take a death wish and they'll never wish it because they want that one cent you buying that sweet, they want it in the pocket. So they might show I'm the big don in this world. I've got everything. I can move mountains. So stop them so they can move mountains. Let them sit where they are sharp. Well, good. I make a good point. Yeah, getting addicted to that carbonated drink and making an excuse, any excuse. Hey, you know what, Sheikh Shoibaiza? I had samosas. I need that. <laughs> then he said, No, you know, I just had some bajias. I need it. Hey, no, man. I just had some lovely uh, slop chips with the salt and vinegar and uh, the masala and the works. And I even put mustard there. And I need that. No, people, it's just not on. And uh, Sheikh makes a good point. Actually, they feeling their dent when it comes to that uh, carbonated. Uh, Drinker, yeah, Sheikh, yeah, Sheikh Maida. Now, you know, Sheikh, moving on and uh, delving uh, deeper into our Quran, and you look at it, you know, belief is tested by trials in life and uh, practical conduct. Uh, you know, you looked at uh, though Nu alayhi salam, he lived uh, for 950 years. His people refused to bring Iman. And Ibrahim alayhi salam's generation, they threatened to burn him, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida. And Luz alayhi salam's people not only rejected Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's message, but publicly defied him in sin. And the Ad and the Thamud had intelligence, but misused it. And Karun and Pharaoh and Haman, what they perished for their overweening arrogance, they found their worldly powers as frail as a spider's web. Imagine that, as frail as a, a spider's web. Why aren't we taking this message to the shaitans of this dunya, the Bidens and the Bushes and the Netanyahu's, we are not telling them. There's a story here. Share it with all and sundry. I don't see anyone bringing up this story. Not even write them in mainstream media. Write it in Muslim media and conscientize of, of the world and bring these, uh, uh, you know, these uh, prophets into the equation because in their Bibles and the Torah and the Talmud and all this, Talmud, they talk about these uh, prophets. But why are we, uh, you know, maybe three steps behind, Yashay? Yeah, See, definitely the sharp is a good idea. I mean, uh, we are so several steps backwards. We're not doing what is right, you know, which uh, cause up, you know, we're looking at, you know, why people from South Africa, <clears throat> to give an example, sharp, those we call them gyrocoms are sitting and uh, teaming up to go and present a, a case in um, I, uh, ICJ. You find uh, MBS is busy getting, uh, getting uh, Rihanna, uh, getting on uh, the wrestlers, Brock Lesnar and them, bring them to Saudi Arabia to entertain the people. Yet people are preparing to go fight your case that your fellow uh, Muslim sisters and, and mothers and children are facing, and you busy getting them to come entertain people. You know, I mean, this is so foolishly amazing, Shah. 
if I may put it, because I mean, this is about the time to be doing that, calling entertainers from there, wasting the Muslim money, sending them to those people. You know, I can tell you, we contribute a lot towards tourism, which is visiting Omaka and, uh, and Medina. You know, these places actually, they bring in a lot of income, which is coming from us. So that money, instead of being used to look into areas like this, uh, Somalia, <clears throat> Sudan, certain areas where people are dying of hunger, now we're directing the money, getting the people that are killing our own family, entertaining them in our own holy land and paying all that money and giving them lavish life. And yet our people are sleeping on the corner <clears throat> without a blanket shaft and without a shelter. I mean, what kind of human beings are we? And not really it abused to a different question, sir. To say, I mean, we cannot see the need for us as Muslims to stand up on this situation to say this. This is affecting us, and we let somebody else come and stand up there. After we start calling them names, Shaf, it doesn't work. I think we need to make a lot of noise. We live in a beautiful country, and we live in people uh, with people that believe uh, in the system of Ubuntu, Shaf, which is propagated by our Deen, which is actually Al-Khuwa, brotherhood. I mean, we need to thank Allah for that and make noise that Allah Ta'ala must grant Islam to these people, to this nation, because they are a strong nation. I can guarantee you, Shaf. If we were in an Islamic state in South Africa, this country could have used all its might and its force to drive back Israel out of Gaza in a short space of time than anybody else, because there is determination. There is understanding of a moral obligation within us to say human beings must not suffer, regardless of race or culture, where they come from, must not suffer. We need to stand up where our wrong is being done, and we need to stand up. Uh, for the right. And that's how African government has done that, which is amazing. And we need to still wait and see what kind of human rights that the world uh, propagate on, because this is another good test. You know, what South Africa has done is a good test to the world. Whichever way the case goes, there is good answers for us to understand. If they go against it, now we know that human rights applies to certain individuals, and only certain individuals can enjoy uh, the meaning of that human rights, and some uh, have the right to override the human rights and kill other people, kill innocent babies, destroy schools, kill journalists, you know, destroy mosques and churches and synagogues with no actually repercussions for all those kind of actions, Shaf. So this is going to come out, but may Allah to make it easy. And I said, Shaf, we as the Ummah, we need to make duas, change our character and be good people so that this country can come into Islam so we know that Islam has got a big backbone. We've got people that are brave and we've got people that will stand for what is right, Shah. That's a brilliant point indeed. And they do it with impunity and they do it with a smug face. But Allah will take good care of them. And you know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, you know, the ebb and flow of worldly powers that symbolized in the uh, conflict of the Persian and the Roman Empire. The story is in the uh, Noble Quran, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, outward events, uh, the deeper meaning is in the workings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the you know, universe, how good and evil reach their final destination. The change and the, you know, the changing variety of Allah's creation, physical and, you know, you look at the moral and the spiritual. Yet when you look at all these empires that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought in front of us, what happened to them? What happened to the Persian Empire? What happened to the, you know, the Egyptian dynasty of Pharaoh and the Pharaohs and all they empires and all the types of uh, things they did all these things allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed the roman empire destroyed the british empire destroyed and now you're looking at the uh, you know uh, uh, if you look at the russians 
I mean, they were a big USSR was destroyed. And now you're looking for a, another one that's playing big and mighty. They wanted to play the police state of the world. They are heading for destruction. You can look at what's going to happen to the U.S. shortly. Sheikh Shui Maida, absolutely, you know, brilliant being in your company this uh, evening. Perhaps, uh, you know, you're rounding up and your parting words uh, this evening, yeah, Sheikh. I know, Chef, it's very simple, you know, uh, just we need to have our priorities in order. We human beings allowed us, created us. And on top of being human beings, we are blessed human beings to be in the fold of Islam. So we need to make du'as and do things uh, right, you know, as uh, you did mention from the beginning, Chef. You know, we need to understand this life has no guarantees. Every time we go to sleep, it's like we are dying. We don't know whether we're going to wake up. So the clever person will be looking back to say, what good have I done if I close my eyes to sleep? Because in case I don't wake up, I know I've seen my mess. So this is what we should be doing every day. And when you wake up, thank Allah for the day and ask him to guide us and grant us what is best out of that day in faith, uh, spirituality, and in health wise. That way, inshallah, we'll be at peace. In this dunya, and the moment Allah decides to take us, we also be in peace. And once again, Shah, may Allah to reward you all the best for your research that you do. And actually, the best program, the best shows you put all over around the world. I mean, uh, you have busy pace on visa as a bee, but every show you're taking on is like the best show you started on that day. May Allah to grant you a lot of strength out of that. Good health, inshallah. And bless you and your families, and grant you and your families and all your loved ones, Jannah to inshallah. Jazakallah khair for this evening, inshallah. I tell you, my du'as are reciprocal, Sheikh Shoei Maida. I need everyone's du'as because at this ripe old age of being 65 years old, and you have to be at the optimum, you know, Sheikh, getting up two in the morning and going through and going through and going through. But uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it easy. Uh, it is an amana given to me, and I'm really, truly grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having, uh, you know, uh, men like you around me and uh, Mufti A.K. Hussein and so many other ulama. They embrace us and celebrate us and encourage us and uh, not forgetting the du'as of a worldwide audience and uh, ummah that is uh, united and positive. Uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, you have a beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir. Time for us to go for our break. When you get back, it'll be time for Molana Salim Karim.